surprise we decided to give you guys one more episode before we take our two-week break so we hope you guys enjoy this episode make sure you guys are following us on instagram at somebody's mama pod so you can stay updated with us while we're on break all right enjoy this episode welcome back to another episode of somebody's mama podcast we're your host kendra and nicole Thank you guys for joining us. If it's your first time, make sure you stay a while, look around, listen to some of our um, most recent episodes. Also, make sure you guys are subscribed to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Feel free to leave us a five-star rating and review at the end of the episode. Um, And follow us on Instagram at somebody's mama pod. And we're just going to jump into today. Nicole, how was your weekend? Okay, so last week my daughter turned one. Oh, yes, it was so exciting because um, not only did she turn one, but on her birthday, she just decided she was going to go from taking five steps to like 20 steps. Oh, wow. She took off. (laughs) Yeah, she just took off. So it was so cool though, but she definitely understood like something was exciting that day. And it was Mm -hmm. definitely all about her because everybody's just in her face all day saying happy birthday. And it was super cute. Um, That night we had to do a back to school night for my daughter. So she had to spend some of her birthday night there, but Mm -hmm. uh, we went home, cake, pizza, birthday gifts. Oh, we Mm -hmm. went to my mom's house so she could see arrive for her birthday Mm. and it was just like a fun day we just kept it easy and simple Mm -hmm. and just easy you know yes and then Easter weekend kids my kids like love Easter right like Mm -hmm. love Easter so Easter is one of my uh, son's favorite holidays so Easter started early. We did some, I forgot, we did something on Friday, Easter related, but I forgot. And then Saturday we went to this Easter egg hunt. Listen, <laughs> when everybody lines up for, I don't know about you, but when everybody lines up for the Easter egg hunt, I like gave my kids a game plan, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I tell my son, okay, first go in front of you and then go off, you know? Mm-hmm. I got a video of it. He took off all the way to the left. <laughs> I was like, what about in front of you? Like, in front of you, why are you all the way to the left? He's passed up all these eggs right here. <laughs> yeah, and it was so funny because when I was giving him his pep talk, um, the girl next to me was giving her daughter a pep talk, and both of our kids did not do <laughs> the plan. So I'm on video, like, we did that whole plan, and, like, they did not stick to it. Right. And she's like, girl, I know. And it's so funny because it's on video. And I can mm-hmm. you forget you're recording your kids' right. Eggs, right? And uh so that was that was a lot of fun. And then took pictures with the Easter bunny or whatever. Um kind of interesting, but a couple of days prior to that, my um son asked me if the Easter bunny was real. Mm. Because I was listening to a podcast or something like that, and somebody said the Easter Bunny is not real. Mm-hmm. So he was like, Mom, is the Easter Bunny real? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know. And then, she, then she asked, he asked my husband, he was like, oh, I don't know. I've never seen him. 
said, I ain't never seen him. And so he's catching on, which is kind of bittersweet. And then um, Sunday, my mom had Easter dinner or Easter lunch. And they, we went over there and did a whole bunch of Easter festivities stuff and then had lunch and went home and whatnot. So yeah, that was our weekend week. What about you? How was your Easter your week? Our week, yeah. So um, usually I just only talk about the weekend, but I actually did something during the week. So Wednesday, um, we actually had like a little midweek uh, date night. Ooh. So my husband's, one of his really good friends, him and his wife came from up north and they were doing spring break in San Diego. Their daughter was with them as well. Um, they were doing spring break in San Diego. So they met us in Temecula and Brandon's um, cousin, who also lives in San Diego, and his wife, they also met us for dinner because the three of us have like went to Vegas together and like oh, are the three couples. We have went to like Vegas together for the Usher concert. So it was like, oh, let's make it like a little reunion. Oh. So we all met up in Temecula for dinner and that was really fun. Um, just got to catch up and everything. It's nice to have a little um, midweek like break. And it was interesting though, because the next morning we woke up like, dang, it sure isn't Saturday. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like, get back in the swing of like, you know, a regular work week. So, but that was fun. And then Friday, I decided to make cupcakes with Kendon. So the plan was to do like Easter bunny cupcakes, right? Right. I saw the little TikTok Easter bunny cupcakes where you like, bend in the um the cupcake liner to like make bunny ears well Kendra decided he didn't want bunny cupcakes so we just made regular funfetti cupcakes and um I'm trying to go out live more often so I was like let's just turn on live and see if anybody comes and people actually came so it was funny because he's like talking and like he's like what did they say mom who is that like (laughs) and he's like explaining what he's doing he's like so first we're gonna do this and he could actually read the instructions himself oh wow so I was like really impressed that he's like really remembering his um sight words and like sounding words out so I was like well what do we do first and he was like we need three eggs and I said well how do you know we need three eggs. And he was like, it says three eggs. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm so proud of him. And so I said, okay, so what's next? And he said, one cup water. And so he sounded, sounded out water. So I was so proud. Um, so that was really fun to do on live. And so his whole thing was like, I just want to lick the bowl. I just want to lick the bowl. So after we mixed... <laughs> after we mixed the batter together he's like okay can I lick the bowl now I'm like no son we have to put the pour it into the you know the cupcake liners and he's like oh but don't pour it all mom I I want I want to lick some I want to eat some I'm like you're supposed to eat you know he's done this before but he's thinking like he's gonna get all this batter I'm like you're not gonna sit here and just eat batter (laughs) (laughs) so it was fun I let him ice one and because he was over it, he just wanted to lick the bowl and lick the icing off the cupcake and stuff. So that was super fun. Saturday, uh, we had like a volunteer meeting at church. So I went um, there, I actually decided to ride with my parents because they had to go as well. And whenever you 
whenever I go somewhere with my mom, I already know we have to go to LA because we have, um, we have uh, our, my childhood home, my parents still own it in LA and they have uh, tenants there. So they always go check on the house and my church is in Long Beach. So whenever we're going to Long Beach, if we have time, we go to LA since we live like an hour away from everything. Um, So I was already ready. I said, I got to get up early. Let me get my water and my coffee and all this stuff just to (laughs) go for a world tour. So we went to LA checked on the house, um, which was really cool for me because I haven't been back to the house in like a couple years. And so, you know, like when you go back to your old neighborhood, like, and everything's starting to look different, you know, they're gentrifying LA. Oh yeah. My mom's like, look, come, come over here, a house, two doors down. Mind you guys, like, like our house is in South Central LA. Now they call it South, South LA. Yeah. So it's the hood basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah two doors down they like remodeled the house it's beautiful it's still the same size house it's just like they remodeled it modernized it they staged it inside the house is going for over a million dollars yep and I'm like this is crazy so it's just weird to like and there's like four houses on the block like that and so and then you still have all the other houses that look exactly the same, the same way they did when I was growing up there. (laughs) (laughs) And what's crazy is what I feel like what ends up happening is the people. So it starts like one house at a time. And then the Uh other houses, they see the same construction people coming every day. And they were like, you know what, let me, what's, what is this and that? Because uh, that, when my husband got in real estate, I think one of the first, turns he did was in south central Mm -hmm. and those people have owned the houses so long Mm -hmm. that if you offer them high amounts they're just like they're just gonna take it they're just like okay i'll take it but then and then somebody flips it for yeah for way more that's why we're never selling (laughs) we're gonna do our own our own we we have already done upgrades over the years but we're gonna do our own stuff yeah. and keep it in the family because that's good property if you have property in LA yeah. do not sell it yeah don't like, sell it just keep it just keep it just keep it's never it going down if grandma passes down the house auntie passes down the house please do not sell it you guys it's not worth it like you could still make whatever that sixty thousand dollars or whatever you was gonna get off that house you can still it's not sixty thousand it's not sixty thousand right not no more not no not more, more. you can get yeah. a few hundred thousand but yeah if it's paid off yeah but um but people be taking loans out of it yeah they done refinance it three four times like you got to make sure you know what you're getting yourself into and if it's going to be worth it like just keep the house anyway yeah um it was fun to like just walk down the street and like reminisce and all that stuff and then um we went to go visit my grandmother and then sunday was easter so we went to church um before church we got up early took pictures because I was like I know I'm gonna have to wear my mask at church I don't want to mess my makeup up so I'm like let's get these pictures in <laughs> get it done and before these kids decide that they just not gonna take them like Bryson was already like I'm not doing this today with y'all like he gave, us, he gave us his back the whole time Kendon did good because I said if you want to see what the Easter Bunny brought you you need to be you know you need to take these pictures and so he's like, okay, mom, did I do good? Now can we go see now? Because <laughs> so, I don't do the whole grass 
and like I don't I don't do the most with the Easter Bunny I'm not gonna lie to y'all I make the basket yeah I let him believe the Easter Bunny did it but I'm not I'm not laying eggs down the hallway and putting grass and like I think it's really cute but I'm not doing all that because I can't commit to it I can't commit you know like I'm not going to remember every year to do that so (laughs) it is a commitment you know what actually I do the eggs down the hallway and I was so mad because in the pandemic at the height of it I bought this big old box from Amazon and so every year I just take a couple out Mm -hmm. and that's what happened on Friday they took my egg box down (laughs) it was playing with my eggs that I had left that I was supposed to do the I don't do the grass I just put a little jelly beans and put a couple yeah I was like so mad I was like Joshua you let them play with my eggs (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay so I um I just basically, after we took the pictures and stuff, I'm like, okay, Kendall, let me go check and see what the Easter Bunny left to. Sit down, close your eyes. And then I just brought the baskets out. Bryson didn't care nothing about his basket. He was looking at it. He looked in it. He's like, okay. Went on about his business. Um, Kendall loved his. Because I put some things in there that he's been asking for for a while. Oh, nice. So um he was really excited about that so it was super cute and then we did the easter egg hunt at my parents house after church so and that was really cute it was just the two of them uh, we don't have any other like kids in my immediate family yeah. so it was just the two of them and they had fun bryson had fun he was picking up the eggs he actually found the first golden egg oh yeah so it was super cute they enjoyed themselves actually okay i'm gonna keep going because my mama moment actually has to do with Easter as well. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I actually had a couple mama moments, but I just thought of this one just now. So, you know, I was making my Easter baskets the night before Easter in the guest room. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get a chance to fill up all the eggs for the Easter egg hunt because I needed to get some um, goldfish for Bryson because I didn't want him eating like jelly beans and stuff. Right. I put goldfish in the eggs well I kind of like left the remnants of me like doing the easter baskets and stuff on the guest room bed (laughs) and Kendon is like he loves sonic right now so I got him like a sonic plushie in his easter basket so he was like it um did Bryson get tails and I'm like no he didn't get tails he doesn't like sonic like I got I mean, the Easter Bunny got you things that you like, and they got Bryson things that he likes. He doesn't like Tails. He didn't believe me. He's like, I think Tails is here. So he was like searching for Tails. So he went into the guest room. And he sees the grass everywhere, the other eggs, and like, you know, the wrapping for the Easter baskets, like my extra supplies. And so he he opens the door and he's like, Mom? Oh my goodness, Kendra. I don't know if he completely made the connection that I did all of this or if he already knows and he's kind of just playing me. I don't know. But because we never really made a big deal about this is what the Easter Bunny does. And like, right, da, 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 da. Right. like I feel like he learned that stuff at school or whatever because I've never like pumped up the Easter Bunny like that. Right, same so, But I feel like I blew it. I feel like because the look on his face was like what's going on like Like, this is something like but it's so funny though because I feel like in those moments kids will be like wow the Easter Bunny 
made my basket in my house and then he left some things at my house that easier, but he, le- he actually left his stuff here. Yeah, that's how his face kind of looks. So I was thinking, I didn't ask any questions, but because I didn't want to put like too much on it, but I was thinking the same thing. Like maybe he thought that like, wow, was Easter Bunny here? Like, did he do all that here? Because he was also confused about like, like the Easter egg hunt. Because I was like, oh, the Easter Bunny left eggs at grandmommy and grandfather's house. Because <laughs> it's like for us that go to church, they can't yeah. wake up in the morning. I mean, they could, but I'm not doing all that in the morning. I got stuff to do. No. Like, I know people like my friend, she did hers before, like, she got up at the book crack it on and did all her stuff before they went to church. But we tried oh, an hour to church. We got to get there an hour before it starts. Like, it was just too much. No. So I was just like, oh, the Easter Bunny left eggs at grandmommy and grandfather's house, and we have to see it after church. Like, <laughs> like, and it worked out. So, yeah. But yeah, I was kind of sad that he, you know, saw the remnants of that. I was like, dang, Kendra, like you, you fumbled the bag on that one. <laughs> see, I just do everything the night before. And this year they got up, they ran downstairs and I was still in the bed and I just let them just do their thing. They yeah. don't eat the candy. So I don't even worry about it because they don't even, they just want to pick it up and open it and then just be like wow yeah I mean because we do our our easter egg hunts outside though so it's like oh yeah I don't know I just I never put it out uh, the night before I always do it like right before we're about to do it so yeah that was my mommy moment I fumbled the bag on that one how about you (laughs) okay so my mama moment is Araya can open doors now. Dang. Do you have the handle doors or the ones you have to grip? The handle. Oh, yeah. Those are the first ones that they learn. Mm-mm-mm. And when I tell you, she pulled it and saw she could finally reach it and, and was just happy as can be. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, my goodness. She just pulled it and just like, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go in the bathroom. And so I, I I just couldn't believe that she could pull the, like, the fact that the kids can register, that's how you open the door. It, it just shows that they just watch you and they, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. They pay attention to everything. You know, that's how they learn. But like, yeah, I remember when we went to a hotel that had, because we don't have those type of handles. Mm-hmm. but when we went to a hotel that did oh Bryson was in every room yeah like literally in the bathroom like he's pushing the doors open he's pulling them closed I'm like oh god <laughs> like so yeah so I started locking the doors mm-hmm. and another thing is uh, I gotta get a gate because Araya she knows she's not supposed to go on the stairs and usually we kind of do a blockade but now she can push through the blockade and she knows she's not supposed to go on the stairs. Uh-huh. So the second she touched that stair, she's like, and I'm off. And I'm like, all right. She, she already upstairs. Because she'll start laughing. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? You know what? When I leave the podcast tonight, I'm just going to go pick up a gate because. Yeah. 
she knows she's not supposed to do it. And the second she squeezed through there, and the thing is, before I could catch her, mm-hmm. and now she's, oh, now she's yeah, she just she's like, and I'm out. <laughs> it's a wrap. Yeah, now it's time to say so like, for real. Yeah, now I gotta now. Yeah, that's what I learned this weekend is I have to do serious, serious baby proofing now, mm-hmm. and I don't know, I don't know how I feel about it <laughs> she's so cute that's hilarious yeah I mean we never really baby proofed our house like did you guys baby proof your house for your other kids no because those were all one story though yeah yeah like I feel like the only thing we did as far as baby proofing goes is we put in the plug protectors and then we um put up the baby gate to the stairs but we don't like proof like the cabinets and all that stuff we just no. practiced the no 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 and by the you know after a couple of weeks they just know like they can't go in there right right yeah so, the hazardous things I gotta get a gate yeah a gate is mandatory with the house with stairs because you know you don't want accidents yeah. to happen and it's so easy you know, one day the baby will get bold enough to to try to walk down the stairs and then boom. Right. It's, you know, so. Exactly. So I'm getting my gate. Mm-hmm. She can get through the blockade now. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> That's funny. Okay. I, also, sorry, guys, we forgot to say this in the beginning of the podcast, but I know last week we said that was going to be our last podcast for the month. However, oh, yeah. we did a little calculations and this one will be our last one for the month because Nicole's birthday is actually towards the end of this week. And then, yeah. so she'll have that weekend off. And then my birthday is the following end of the week. And so I'll have that week off. So we'll join you guys back. Our first episode back from um, our little break will be May 11th. Oh, right after Mother's Day. Yes. So right after Mother's Day, May 11th will be our um, our return date. So yes. we'll catch up with you guys, talk about Mother's Day and all that fun stuff. So um, yeah, but today we're going to have a little girl talk. Um, again, we like doing these girl talk episodes because it just gives us like the freedom to kind of talk about multiple topics um, that kind of come up in conversation amongst us moms and our friend groups and things like that. So the first topic we wanted to talk about is the mom bods. Okay. We, <laughs> a lot of us are dealing with this. Some people have had amazing snapbacks and good for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, however some of us <laughs> work in um, progress. our work in progress struggling area um working on it not working on it thinking about working on it um <laughs> you know it's just it's an ongoing thing like our bodies have i speak for myself like my body has changed so much after having my second child and in some areas, I kind of just be like, oh, well, like, yeah, you know, I'm enjoying my life. 
And it's very humbling when you have to go to the doctor and you're like, okay, I've been enjoying my life a little bit too much. (laughs) (laughs) So I need to like get back on it. So um, how about you, Nicole? How are you feeling about your mom bod? You know, I try to like keep it super positive when it comes to like the mob bod because I feel like this, like one time I even post like, I just want to like work out and this and that. And I got super attacked online. Like everybody DMing me, your body gave birth and your body did amazing things. And I'm like, yes, it, it did do some amazing things. But I feel like, especially, it, I feel like, uh, it's like learning to love your new body, but still being open to progress. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's a weird balance because at one point, at one part, it's like, it's important to love your body wherever you're at. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like it should be okay that you want to make adjustments, you know? And right. I feel like a funny story is after I gave birth to my um, first child, six months later, I had to have an emergency surgery. And you know, when you go um, under the knife they or anesthesia, mm-hmm. when you wake up, you just say crazy stuff, right? Right. And you don't really have control of whatever you're going to say, right? Mm-hmm. So when I woke up from surgery, I vividly remember telling the lady like, I don't know, I just feel like I just need this boob job. Like I just, <laughs> <laughs> and I just, like vividly remember her being like oh I'm like okay honey and I'm just like I just feel like I just need that lift and like or like you know this and that and she just be like yeah and it's like because especially breastfeeding and like yeah. you just like I just want them to just like go up and so you, like, you thought you had just gotten a boob job no, I was talking to the lady telling her, like, I want to get a boob job. Oh, okay, like, okay. I should get this boob job. Like, mm-hmm. what do you think about this? Like, I was just, like, going over it with her, like, because back in my head, at the time, mm-hmm. I had just given birth, like, six months prior, right. and it, I hadn't talked talking to anybody about it, but it was just, like, in the back of my head, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that I was, like, should I just get a boob job? Should I wait till I have all my kids and then get a boob job? Like, what's up with these boobs? (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. I think, like, for myself, I don't necessarily, like, I don't dislike my body or anything like that. I know there's things that I would like to change, but it's not something that I, like, harp on. I've never been small. Like, I've never been skinny. But I have definitely been way smaller than this. And so <laughs> I think for me, it's like sometimes like when I go to like put something on or like, and then it's hard too, because we've been in this pandemic where we haven't really had to wear real clothes. Yeah. So like having to wear real clothes again and like go out and like, you know, put on jeans, like who wants to do that? And so um it's at those moments where I'll be like, okay, yeah, I need to lose some weight. Like, I need to work on this. Um, I need to start, like, working out again and, like, putting, like, limits on my sugar intake and, like, things like that. And so I think it's for me, it's just, like, making that mental adjustment of telling myself, like, no, girl, you can't have that. Like, or don't have it 
past a certain time or, you know, only have this or on, you know, this time of, um, of the month or whatever, you know? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, for myself, I've just been trying to make those mental adjustments just to remind myself that like, we're not in pandemic mode anymore. We're not going to just eat and do what we want to do and like, you know, eating out and like all that stuff. So I think I've just been, I have been making those mental adjustments and for myself, like I do have a pretty, as far as like my eating habits, I have a healthy lifestyle as far as like what I cook and like, um, I make green juices and like stuff like that all the time. I actually enjoy those things, but I just got a little issue with sugar. (laughs) So, (laughs) okay. Sugar is, sugar is the devil. Okay. So like I'll eat good all day and then I'll be like, hmm, I just want a little cookie or just want a little ice cream or, you know, and I like, like sauces on my, I I like to make different sauces and things for like the dishes that I make. So it'll be like a grilled chicken with a vegetable, but I done made this little sauce with it. (laughs) So, (laughs) so, um, it's just like making, I keep saying mental adjustments because I have to remind myself like, no like let's switch and let's do this instead so I've started making those adjustments um and it's making me feel better I feel I feel healthier I started working out um Nicole told me about the little um YouTube ministry so I've been doing that (laughs) because my excuse is always like well I can't get to the gym because I got these kids and trying to like work in between my schedule and da 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 so it's like you know stop making excuses you can get up, you can do a 10, 20 minute hit workout every morning. Like that's not gonna like take you off of schedule. Like you can get that right. done any, at any time of day, you know? Right. So um, that's been helping me. And I just started like intermittent fasting, trying to actually stick to it. Like today is going to throw me off because yeah. we're recording. Right. But, um, I'll just make up for it later. Like today, um, or tomorrow I'll probably have to eat later than I normally would. But um, yeah, just trying to make those adjustments and reminding myself to stay on track. It's kind of like where I am right now. Um, Like I said, I don't really necessarily feel bad about myself or my body, but I know that I need to like be more disciplined in my decisions and kind of like stay consistent with them. It's it's time. You know, (laughs) I feel like that's the hardest part because I have found that intermittent fasting, ever since I hit 30, like intermittent fasting has been the only way that I actually see results with losing weight because when you have to do a calorie deficiency to lose weight, it's like if you eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner and some snacks, it's like you're never going to be able to hit the the amount of calories you're going to go over, you know? So. I feel like I do the intermittent fasting, but I also listen to my body. Like today I was really hungry in the morning. So I was like, you know what, if I'm going to eat something heavy, I'm just going to eat it now in the morning yeah, and eat something small in the afternoon so that um, I don't force myself to eat something small in the morning and then be like, oh my gosh, I'm hungry. I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. And then I can't stop thinking about it. And then I end up eating something big at night. Right. And I've come to realize like on Mondays, I most likely am just not going to intermittent fast because 
we're going to do the podcast and I'm just, it's just harder to stick to. So I'm like, okay. So I started, I started back on Tuesday and, mm-hmm. and like Monday's my off day because yeah. it's like, why put so much pressure mm-hmm. and then be, cause for me, I'm going to be upset if I don't stick to it. I'm going to be like, see Nicole, you know, you got to stick to it. And so I've learned that I'm just going to listen to my body. And some days I feel like with intermittent fasting too, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm supposed to eat from 12 to 8, but if I'm not hungry till 1.30, then I just don't eat till 1.30, you right, know? Right, right. I think that's, I've heard somebody say too, like, that's what intermittent fasting actually does. It's just to tr- teach you to eat when you're hungry. Yeah. And not just eating because you woke up. Yeah. You know? And having that first meal be your largest meal and eating lighter as the day goes on. So, um Cause I kind of was doing intermittent fasting my own way too. And I was kind of doing it wrong. So when someone told me that I was like, okay, now I'm going to try that. Like try to yeah. eat your, your heaviest meal. If you're going to have carbs, have those with, with your first meal and in the day with just like a protein and, um, a vegetable. Yeah. So, um, it's a journey. It's a journey. And like Nicole said, I feel like it's so important to like, not be too hard on yourself and to listen to your body because sometimes as moms we can do things extreme okay (laughs) (laughs) and it's like you be going crazy stressing because you're stressed stressing everybody else out because you're trying to lose weight and then your house is not a happy home anymore (laughs) right 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 the husbands do not care the husbands are like I I know I feel like I speak for myself but um, but I'm, I think we've talked about it before, but mm-hmm. like my husband just be like, like, oh my God, you look great. I just think you should like, what do you, what do you mean you're trying to, what do you, what do you, why, huh? Right. Like, I'm so confused. I'm so confused. Right. <laughs> I had to tell my husband because I love him so much. Like he is like the best. He always like constantly doing things for me. And like, if I say I like something, he, he goes in, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like so sweet. But um, so I started doing the intermittent fasting and here he come, I get out the shower or the bathroom or something. And then he has like Starbucks sitting on my vanity. And I'm like, it's nine o'clock in the morning. I'm supposed to have this. So I didn't, I didn't get upset. I was just like, thanks, babe. And I just like took the ice out because I do iced coffee. So I took the ice out of it and um, put it in the refrigerator and I just had it like later. And I was like, I'm not going to finish the whole thing. And my I, my Starbucks order is not like anything crazy. I do like one pump of um, white mocha. But um, I'm like, okay, I had to tell him. I was like, babe, I'm intermittent fasting. So... <laughs> but you know what yeah love it but you don't have to give me coffee <laughs> okay I, and I feel like but I feel like those are the steps that once you do something like that they realize it because Josh did something where he I love pizza and so mm-hmm. they brought pizza he bought pizza and but it was at nighttime and like my biggest thing right now is I'm not eating anything heavy late at night just because mm-hmm. in the morning I just feel like I just feel so like um whatever I just feel off right yeah and so he bought pizza and it was at nighttime and I was like oh no I can't eat that I'm not gonna eat that and he's like you're not gonna eat pizza like if that's your favorite you know <laughs> yeah. and I was like no I, I'm, I'm not gonna eat that pizza like I'm not 
Right. Right. And so next time you order pizza, I was like, okay, give me a salad. And then they leave some pizza so I can have one in the morning. (laughs) Right. But once I did that, he was like, okay, wow. She's really, you know. Really sticking to it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's just what it takes to like, it's an adjustment for everybody. Yeah. Like even today, Kendra's like, mom, I want to get ice cream. And I want to be like, no, you know, I like ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) But he had his money, his money from his, um, his golden eggs burning a hole in his pocket. And so he's like, mom, please, I just want to, I want to use my money and, and buy ice cream. It's so funny too. Um, when we got there, I'm like, I got, we ended up going to Chick-fil-A to get it because he had to get an ice cream cone, right? Hmm. And well, I didn't know they had it in a cone. Yeah, and Chick-fil-A is like the closest place to get ice cream cone without getting out the car. So I'm like, I really don't want to take him because I'm going to want one. <laughs> and then you smell it and you just be like, <laughs> so I'm like, no, this is good. I need to start getting used to this. So I um. So we all got in the car because my husband was like, I could use some fresh air. So we all got, and Bryson needed to take a nap. Like he was just refusing a nap. So we got in the car, Bryson fell asleep. And then I'm like, oh, I have Chick-fil-A points. So I used my points instead of letting him pay. And I forgot. And he was, he had his money ready and he was so excited to pay. I was like, dang. And so when we got up to the window, I told the girl, I'm like, do you guys take tips? And she was like, no. So I'm like, well, can you just take the money from him and then like slide it back to me because he really wants to pay for his ice cream. Yeah. So um, I pulled up to the window, let him give her the money and she kind of like created a diversion <laughs> and <laughs> handed it back to me. So it was really cute. He was so excited. But yeah, it's just like those little things like that, but, you know, saying no and not, you know, getting stuff like that. It's just what it's going to take. Yeah. And it's, it's not easy, but I think like when you see the, when you see the results or you see how your body feels and then you realize like, oh, okay, like I just have to, I like the way my body feels, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's, it's just reprogramming your, your taste buds and your body yeah. and your mind. Like it's a whole, it's a whole process. So we have to give ourselves grace in the process, but we can't give ourselves excuses because we'll be quick to be like, ah, oh, I messed up today. Oh, well, let me just go on and go in. And it's like, no, <laughs> <laughs> to have, what do they say? Like have a cheap moment, not a cheap day. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, because if you do the whole day, then it's like, you might as well throw the whole week away. Like, <laughs> yeah. trying to lose. And you know what? Something else I've realized is like, I thought about how Will Smith, when he did his documentary, he was only, he had all these expensive trainers and all this equipment. He's working out hard every day. Mm-hmm. And his trainer was just like, yeah, we're just losing one pound a week. And I was like, if he's got all these top of the line people and they only let him lose one pound a week, what am I going to starve my body for? So I just decided like, there's no due date for me to lose the weight. I just do my best every day and let the days add up. And if it takes me three months, if it takes me a year, Mm -hmm. but if I can just continuously just get better at the mindset, then it'll happen because it definitely is something that has to happen in the mind Mm -hmm. before it can you know get there with the body so and also I feel like like for me 
I couldn't, I had to start eating better before I felt comfortable working out. Like mm-hmm. once I got the energy, like the proper yeah. energy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's true. And I think just like doing it all together, like you have to do what's like best for you. Yeah. For me, just making those small choices to um, say no to this or that, or, you know, not right now or whatever kind of helps. And then the whole intermittent fasting thing, it really helps because it's like, you can't, right. Like you get a sweet tooth that night. You can't eat anything else. Go drink some water and go to bed. Like you can't, like it's, it's over. Your window is closed. Um, but yeah, just taking it day by day, the exercise actually really makes me feel good. Like getting up and moving and like, closing the rings on my watch like way earlier than I normally would (laughs) it's like motivating um to try to like beat the next level and like just to push push my body a little bit more with the um with the workouts and just staying consistent like you said I'm not I haven't got on the scale I'm not gonna get on the scale I'm just gonna keep making good choices every day yeah same and you know what's interesting is so you know something I do mm-hmm. is right before eight o'clock if I notice like I'm a little hungry like and I might stay up for a while mm-hmm. I, I make a um you know the vitamin c like you know when you're sick and you get that vitamin c packet uh-huh like right before Emergency. eight o'clock I'll make a vitamin c drink uh-huh. and it has like the vitamin c nutrients or whatever and then it's just water mm-hmm. and I drink a cup of that and then I'm full for the rest of the night. And then I don't feel the urge to eat. Cause I don't know, it makes me really full to drink that vitamin C water. Yes. And so then I don't, I'm not hungry the rest of the night and I hit my eight o'clock cutoff and I'm good. Wow. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Sipping water does help too, but I just can't drink water that late at night like that. But that's funny. Like I have noticed that too. If you drink the vitamin C, um the emergency it does kind of fill you up yeah it like fills you up <laughs> and then it's when you have body has too much vitamin c it makes you go number two so in the morning yeah. you, you just you are you gonna have green tea because i think while fasting yeah. you can have green tea anyway so yeah. i've been drinking green tea every morning um and my detox tea and with no honey or anything like that and that actually helps me last like longer throughout the day like I can go to 1 32 o'clock if I have some tea yeah same so yeah if you guys are on this journey with us um our mom bod journey you know <laughs> drop a comment and let us know <laughs> seriously because it's a journey for real it is a journey it's definitely a journey but wait, so we let's get into this next thing while we're on the mom bod because mm-hmm. I was watching this live. I'm not gonna say who, but if you know, you know. I was watching mm-hmm. this live and this girl was talking about, you know, the option of getting a BBL, right? Right. Because she's not a mom yet, but she was like thinking about she was insecure about her butt or whatever. And she was like, you know, I should just, you know, get that done or whatever. And her man was like, well, if you get a BBL, then, you know, I have the option to leave you because I didn't sign up for that. Mm-mm-mm. He was like, I didn't sign up for you getting plastic surgery. So since I didn't sign up for that, I, 
you know, if you get that done, then I have the right to leave you. And I was thinking about it because like we've talked about our mom bods and mm -hmm. sometimes it's, it feels like, you know what, I could just go and get this nip tuck lip yep. and be on my way. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't imagine my husband being like, oh, well, I didn't sign up for that. So like, you're giving me the option to leave you. I didn't sign up for these love handles either, but they're here. <laughs> Like, I just feel like, I feel like sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's a better way of him communicate for, there was a better way for him to communicate that he would prefer her not to get a BBL. Yeah. He could have expressed how much he loves and cares about her body and whatever expressed, whatever concerns he may have with it so that she can understand his point of view and then make her decision. But I think to just go ahead and say, you know, I have the right to leave you. Like, sir, you have the right to leave now. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need me to get a BBL to leave. Like, if you want to leave, leave. But <laughs> I saw this one girl, she, she, this, this a separate girl, she was like, uh, I knew my husband wouldn't be okay with me getting plastic surgery. So I, didn't tell him I just went that morning and got it done and then he found out afterwards and she had huge surgery oh my gosh and I was like oh my goodness I think it was a real housewife but I was like oh my goodness you went and had this major surgery and you didn't tell him he didn't even know like you didn't she didn't he didn't even know she was under anesthesia and oh I'm like you tell somebody then you don't need to be with them right that's where I'm confused at like I'm sorry. I don't know. I could be spoiled, but I just feel like I understand the BBL thing because it's dangerous. Yeah. But don't but say you just he coming leave from me. that. Like, is he coming from that um, point of view of it's dangerous, or is he coming from the point of view of I don't like the way the BBLs look? Yeah, it was well, from the I don't like the way it looks. Yeah. Right, and I think that's where it's coming from, and it's like. But anything can happen to my body. Like yeah. once I have a baby, I could, my body can go, you know, completely left. Are you going to leave me then? Or are you going to be trying to get me to go get a uh, surgery? Like, you know, it's like, I don't yeah. know. I feel like it's an immature way of looking at it. And I think it's always should be a conversation, you know, maybe talking to her about why she feels like she needs to do this or is this has always been something that she's wanted to do because sometimes women we all have insecurities and we all have things that we may have tried to change our whole life and let me just say this I am not against plastic surgery I feel like if there's something that you want to change about yourself and you've tried the natural way and it's not working for you and you've consulted with your doctors, and this is a healthy decision for you, I think you should go ahead and do what you want to do. Right. I don't, I do think that if you have, or if you're married, married, yeah, I'll say it again, if you're married, <laughs> you should consider, uh, I mean, you should definitely talk to your husband about it, because you do have to, if you do have to go under anesthesia, then, um, you know, something could possibly happen to you. I think your, your husband should be aware of what the dangers and the risks are so that you guys can come to a decision 
together that works best for your family, especially if you have children. Like, I think that's a big conversation to have. Ultimately, it's your body, it's your choice. But I feel like if you're married, when you become one, those are things that you should discuss with one another. Um, Ultimately, you know, it's your body, you make your own choice. But I think that's just something you should talk about. But with a boyfriend, it's like, listen, I'm finna go. You gonna pick me up or do you need to call somebody else? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I will hear you out. I will hear you out. But I feel like you should hear me out as well. And ultimately, if this is something that I've been struggling with, I feel like you should just respect it. Men should respect it and just be there to support. Yeah. Because if she could have been insecure about this her whole life and now she has the money to actually do it and do it in a safe way. I'm sure she's researched doctors and like people get those surgeries every day. I feel like if you're doing it safely and you're not trying to like um, go out of the country and get butt shots and, you know, doing it the unsafe way, then I feel like, don't you want? You know, it makes you think like, if you're so in love with this body but the thing is bodies change and like over time your appearance is going to change there's nobody you know 65 75 85 that looked the same as when they was 35 (laughs) right that's what I'm saying she hasn't even had children yet like if you guys have children together and her body looks completely different afterwards what are you gonna leave her yeah that was she magically looks like she had a bbl after having a baby like yeah i've seen this girl when after she had her first child she just her body turned into a video vixen body like god bless her don't y'all not i mean i don't want to be a video vixen but all her fat went to the right places oh wow like she was a stick she's a youtuber she was a stick before she um had her baby she still had like a little butt but she was like a stick she didn't have like no barely no shape after she had her son he just gave it to her everywhere like oh, where, where everybody wants it <laughs> she was like boys boys do be giving your boys are good to you <laughs> boys are definitely good to you while you're pregnant yeah. After that. yeah for sure for sure but um yeah but yeah so I don't I don't know. Know. anything that's just it's a sad it's just sad but at the end of the day you're right it's your body and I don't know about leaving somebody over that yeah because maybe, I don't know maybe if they talked about it and he was like really adamant about it because maybe he had a family member that went under anesthesia and never woke up and so he's traumatized by it and like if it was under that type of circumstance I feel like I would consider his feelings more because he had actually had like a real reason why he didn't want me to do it but if it's just because you don't like the way it looks it's like man it's like you know what <laughs> I don't know about that but anyways I just thought I would drop that in since we're talking about the mom bod mm-hmm. last but not least we're almost halfway through the year Mm-hmm. Have you started to think about like what's your second half of the year goals? Yes. Um, I would say on this topic, of course, like um, continuing into healthier habits. 
um, like to be able to consistently work out. I feel like the schedule that I've been doing so far, I feel like it can work for me. I would like to increase that time. But for right now, I'm doing like 10 minute hit workouts every morning. So I would like to stay consistently with that and um, lose like 15 pounds by the end of the year. I feel like that's a realistic goal. Um, and then also, I would like to start another stream of income. Um, that's a big goal for me, um, just for my personal goal. It's not anything that I have like am pressured to have to do or anything like that, but um, it's just a personal goal of mine. Um, I have a lot of ideas and things that I work on here and there, but I'm not like, you know, pushing the, the go button on it. And so I want to make one of those things um, work and have some return on that. Nice. We love to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? So... I have a really big thing where like the first year of my child, I tend not to do much. I'm kind of like a, um, a helicopter mom for the first year. Uh-huh. And then once they turn one, I don't know what it is. I just feel like the pressure off my shoulders. I don't know. <laughs> and so I, for the second half of this year, I want to incorporate more self pampering, like, hmm. I now feel more comfortable with like, okay, like my mom, like, I don't know. I didn't let anybody watch my kids really for the first year. So mm-hmm. now I'm like, okay, my mom or my sister, or, you know, there's just more things they can eat and like, yeah. they're just personalities and just so they can move around. And so mm-hmm. um, I just want to do more pampering for the second half of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, like just self-care, like, yeah hair done nails done lashes Indeed. <laughs> yes that's what that's and that's where I'm at because literally when it comes to my business I feel like like life and business sometimes when you're okay sometimes when you're so drilled in mm-hmm. you start to realize that you got to take a step back and yeah realize that you don't get to decide the points of what is successful and what is not and that you just have to ride the wave right Mm -hmm. and I feel like with my business I finally have gotten to the point where I'm like really just taking everything day by day and I don't feel the overwhelming pressure that I once felt Mm -hmm. and by not feeling that overwhelming pressure, it's allowed me to kind of like run the business day by day, mm-hmm. strategize. And I've really been taking the time to talk to other people and get their insight and really been putting in place the correct mentorship and mm-hmm. really just taking the pressure off of myself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, not, and sometimes you just feel lighter and you're just like, okay. I've been so focused on this company and now I've finally gotten to a good place where mentally, because it's really all mental. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I've now finally got to a mentally good place about my company because sometimes when you start something and it's your baby, it's like, it can be consuming, right? Yeah. 
And so it's like learning all these boundaries and learning how to mentally not take things personal or mentally not um, comparing yourself. And then like some things just take time and there's nothing you can do about that. Right. Yeah. And I think that's one of the hardest parts about business is like some things just take time and there's nothing you can do about it. And at the end of the day, it's better for it to take time than to have a shooting fast success. Because if you have success too fast, then you're not going to be ready for it. Yep. Yep. And so now that I've gone to a comfortable place where I don't, I'm not putting these barriers of numbers I have to hit or putting these barriers of what needs to happen and this and that and just really allowing the steps to flow I Mm -hmm. feel like okay I can now just you know uh not necessarily relax on the business because the business still has its its organization but also like I had to figure a lot of things about I had to figure out a lot of things out about the business and how it runs and Mm -hmm. it's just it's so much more than what it looks like okay Mm -hmm. anyways that's my little spill Now I feel like, you know what? It's time to just pamper yourself. Like, yeah. like even with my hair, I I felt like, I think I said on the last podcast that like I cut off a lot of my hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but even when it came down to my hair, I felt like to the world, when you have your hair straight and long, like it just looks beautiful to other people or like more attractive, right? Right. But to me, I just wasn't feeling beautiful with long hair. Mm-hmm. And it's like, even though I chop my hair off and it looks crazy, I literally feel more beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, like, this is where the path that you need to go on to realize, like, the inside job of feeling beautiful or the inside job of not sugarcoating, I guess, but not being what people think you should be yeah or not be but actually sit down and say you know what actually makes me feel feel beautiful or what actually do I want to improve on about my own personal self right right absolutely so the second half of the year it's all about the hammering I love it. You know, I'm here for a girl. <laughs> I know. So, you know, the spa, I'll let you know. Um, yes. But it's the spa, it's the hair, it's penciling in me time, it's it's nails done, it's mimosas, it's yes. brunch. Okay, come on, come outside with, with your it's girl. Outside. <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it. It's so important. Like, like you said to just kind of lean into that because yeah. as a mom and a wife and a businesswoman it's like you're always on go you're always taking care of the needs of the business of the children of everybody else and it's like okay whatever is left over if I have to go somewhere or if I have to do something let me do this real quick right but just being able to take that self-care time and enjoy it just to enjoy it not because I need my nails done for this or I need my hair done for this but because I want to, because it makes me feel good, because I like the way it looks, and I just want to do this for myself, is a whole different, like, feeling. Yeah, and for me, it's not even, like, 
like I'm not a big nail person, but for mm-hmm. me, when I look in the mirror, I just want to see that person that I feel on the inside. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, I have this own image of who I am or what I want to become and this and that. And I think it's important to see that person in the mirror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You like want that a reflection visual. of how you feel inside. Right. And yeah. I feel like the person on the inside of me is feeling just really coming into their own, like finally feeling like it's so crazy because it's like we're about to turn 35, but I feel like it's crazy how many years to each person is different that you start to actually feel like yourself or be willing to go against the norms to just do what fits right for you. You yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I think it's good. I think it's 35 is going to be a great year for us both. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for it. I feel like it's weird because I don't even feel like when we were younger, 35 just seemed like so old. <laughs> right, right. Um, it's kind of a surreal thing. Like I can't believe like we're actually 35. Yeah. Um, but it's a blessing. Um, I feel like I'm in a great place. I'm blessed. I'm grateful. Um I'm excited for this next year. I'm excited to, um, for the podcast to grow. I'm excited to, you know, add more things um, to the brand and um, in the other areas and, you know, things that I, I inspire to grow in. But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited for 35. I'm not going to lie. I have like, I have great anticipation for what's to come and I'm excited about it. How about you? How are you feeling about 35? Um, I'm excited for 35, um, but I'm excited for the podcast. I feel like we have so many amazing plans for the podcast. And I like that with the podcast, we're letting ourselves just grow naturally and we're not trying to like we're becoming better podcasters like mm-hmm. if you listen to this episode compared to episode one you will you will definitely hear a difference of just you know communicating and just I don't know, just the balance of it all so yeah I really like that we're taking our time because honestly something that I look at all the time is um like Amazon Amazon's like the biggest company in the world and mm-hmm it was negative for like, I think what it took 30 years for Amazon or something like that. Like it was negative for like the first 30 years or something like like 25 Mm -hmm. years or something like that. Like, and he just didn't give up. Like, he was just like, I'm just going to keep going. And I think that's really the secret sauce or like the Joe Budden podcast. I think they were doing it for a long time before it really took off like five, six years. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I think that's what life is really about is well, part of what life's not the whole thing, but right. <laughs> willing to just keep going. You yep. just keep going. <laughs> Show up, keep going. I'm really proud of us too, because we, we've stayed on track. Um, we decided not to do seasons, but just to take breaks when we feel like we, we need to or we want to. Yeah. And um, so I I am, I'm excited for this. I feel like we're doing great. Um, 
and we're going to take these next two weeks off to just enjoy our birthdays and to come back to you guys with some more exciting topics and things Uh, we're coming up on our one-year anniversary so that's exciting mother's day is coming up um so yeah we'll have some great content coming for you guys back starting um in may so we hope you guys enjoyed this episode um we will still be on the instagram so if you guys want to talk to us you can talk to us over there make sure you kept catch up on all the episodes that you have missed and make sure you leave a five-star rating and review for your girls um we would really appreciate some positive feedback for our birthdays it's greatly appreciated and <laughs> you can follow us on instagram at somebody's mama pot thanks for listening thank you